0: what's up y'all it's jazz i want to welcome everyone back and if it's your first time tuning in welcome to the society on this podcast we don't sugarcoat nothing and everything discussed is based on personal experiences so grab your tequila because it's about to get real what's up y'all i know it's been a minute but i'm back with another episode i got so much to talk about so many personal experiences to share I got a lot of examples analogies to use Episode two, I'm going to get straight into it. it, is the talking phase. On episode one, in case you missed it, you can go listen to it before this one. I talked about dating in Atlanta, the do's and don'ts, the different type of guys it is out here. Just kind of gave you a little brief overview of the dating scene in the Atlanta world. But now we're going to take it a step further and jump into the talking phase. Now, a lot of people have different definitions of what they consider the talking phase. Now, my definition of the talking phase is where you're getting to know someone, their likes, their dislikes. You determine how you want to kick it with this person, if the person is even worth kicking it with. It's kind of like you laying down the ground rules. For me, the first interaction of meeting a guy, I know whether I want to continue to deal with them or not. I know if I want to put them in the friend zone. I know if they just cool to hang out with. I know if I possibly could see some type of potential of us getting serious or kicking it i can just tell a lot with the first interaction so when it comes to guys their definition of talking phase can be different from a female's i didn't have guys tell me that to them the first time they had sex with a girl that meant they their girlfriend now that's kind of a bit outrageous because you know what if it's a one night stand, you know nothing about this girl, and that's your girl, so that kind of threw me for a loop, but everybody's definition is different, but I think it's very important for people to put it out there up front. Let that person know what you're looking for, ask them what they're looking for, so you can make sure that y'all both on the same page, and if y'all not, maybe y'all can find a common ground to see how y'all can proceed forward because a lot of issues I feel arise from people not communicating. Lack of communication is a big, big problem. We don't communicate with each other a lot. So that's when you come across issues or situations where you arguing or you and your feelings, you feel in some type of way because you dealing with somebody, but they got like six other people they dealing with. So you got to just be upfront. Let each other know what you're looking for. Most of the times, guys don't know how to keep it real. They feel like if you tell a girl the truth, you're hurting her feelings. When in all actuality, yes, your feelings may be hurt, but the truth hurts. I'm just put it out there. We all know that. But I feel like if you be honest, you at least give that person time to let you know what they will and will not allow. At least give a person the opportunity to turn down what you're offering. Don't just sit up there and lie and continue kicking it with them, kicking it with everybody else. Now you get caught up some kind of way and then now we got this big situation. Just be real upfront. I done talked to guys who lied who still lying after I done put proof in their face and I don't also have guys who keep it real from the jump. So I have nothing but respect for those guys. Now, the ones who constantly lie. I I never understood why guys lie. I mean, I guess it's because they want to have a cake and eat it too. But nine times out of 10, if a girl asks you something, she already know the truth. She just want to see if you're going to let her know. So in one situation, that's kind of how it was. I kind of laid everything out there, let the guy know what I found out, showed him what I found, and he still lied. And it's just like, why? If you telling me that you're not looking for anything serious, if you telling me that you like me, but you don't want to be with me, why lie to me? If anything, you should want to be honest with me because at the end of the day, in that present moment. We're not in a relationship, I feel like I mean well, you shouldn't lie regardless, but especially if you're not in a relationship with somebody, you have no business lying to them for what? What are you going to gain? because, as females, when you get to liking a guy, your emotions get involved, and although you may put up with a lot of things that you shouldn't, you still do just based off of your feelings. so when it comes to me talking to guys, I'm upfront with them if. I'm talking to somebody serious or maybe one guy is ahead of the rest I have a problem I don't have a problem letting somebody else know that if at the present time all I have is just guy friends nothing is serious I got people I'm kicking it with I'll let you know that too I just feel like the bottom line is to be honest I promise you honesty will get you so far I had a guy one time tell me that, you know, he liked me, but he had somebody else that he had been dealing with for a while and he was comfortable with her and he really liked her, but he liked me too. He just didn't want to hurt my feelings because I was fresh. And even one day he invited me to go hang out with him and a girl. Now that's absurd. Sorry. No, if I have any type of feelings for a guy, do not invite me to come out with you and one of the girls that you messing with. I don't get down like that. Sorry. But I use that example to let y'all know I appreciated the honesty. If he hadn't been up front with me, I would have, it's no telling how the situation would have went. I could have, you know, maybe start liking him even more. And then now we got a whole issue because he's kicking it with two girls that he like, and I'm trying to be number one, all that competition shit. I don't do that. Like you can't compete where you don't compare. And. I just feel like with him being up front, letting me know, you know, hey, I like you, but I'm kicking it with somebody. So, you know, she kind of already done been around. I appreciated that, honesty because it made me take a step back and control how I moved forward with him. So it got to a point where, you know, there's no reason for me to hit you up. If you're interested in me, you want to spend time with me, you call me and invite me out. I'm not calling you. Because you already told me that you got somebody that's occupying your time. So why would I sit here and waste my time? I'm going to just move on to the next. And that goes into what I previously mentioned about setting your expectations up front. Don't try to sugarcoat nothing. My biggest problem years ago when it came to dating was, I don't want to say lying to guys, but it was more so. Me going along with whatever they wanted. If a guy said they didn't want no relationship, I didn't want one either. If they wanted one, I wanted one. If they just wanted to be intimate, that's what I wanted. So I wasn't real with myself. It's like, I don't know if I was scared of rejection or what it was, but I was never upfront about my expectations. It was kind of like a follow the leader type thing. Like whatever you want, I want. But you can't do that because that's where your feelings really get involved and it become a big issue. So I feel like as adults, we should be able to set our expectations up front. If a guy lets you know, oh, I'm just looking for friends. I ain't looking for something serious. But you know that you're looking for something serious. Let him know. Oh, well, okay, that's cool. I am looking for something serious. So maybe, you know, we can still be friends or whatever, but don't put all your eggs in one basket with this guy when he's clearly stating he's not looking for anything serious. Now, another thing is I used to always feel like, okay, well, he's saying that he not looking for nothing serious, but I mean, it's me. Once he start kicking it with me, he don't change his mind. He don't want to be serious with me. No, you cannot change a man that don't want to change himself. So that's definitely number one. You got to keep that in the back of your mind at all times. And that's something I had to learn. It was plenty of guys that I used to talk to that would say they weren't looking for anything serious. But I was feeling like, oh, I'm just this semi perfect girl. I got my own house, own car. Job starting a business. I'm not needy. I don't need you to do anything for me. I can take you on a date, but you can't go in there with that attitude because guys will take advantage of that. They'll just see, like, oh, she's so available or she's so nice. So I'm gonna just use her for whatever I can get out of her. No, that's not cool, but that's probably how I came across. I came across as somebody that could be taken advantage of, but it took for me to go through other situations in order to change my mindset. I had to stop lying about what I wanted. I knew I wanted a relationship. So once I realized that and was able to be honest with myself, moving forward in my situations, I was able to let a guy know what I wanted with no hesitation, whether he was looking for what I was looking for or not. I was secure with myself to be honest about what I wanted. So that's definitely key. Now going forward, it's more so a matter of, I'm not even sure if I wanted a relationship. Like I told you guys on the last episode, I used to be so desperate. I wanted a relationship so bad. I wanted to know what it felt like to be loved. I wanted to be dated, all this type of stuff. But once I really got on the dating scene, I promise you, a relationship can wait Granted, I do want some consistency. I want, you know, like a main guy that I'm dealing with because talking to too many guys at once, that's a headache. It's a job in itself. But I'm just to the point where I prefer consistency. I prefer to develop a healthy friendship with someone before getting into the relationship phase. So what I also want to break down is a few common guy types. And I'm going to actually go over a few different girl types as well because, you know, with this, I don't want to just solely focus on guys because I feel like women, we definitely obviously play a part as well. Um, But some of the few common guy types I've came across are the going out the club guys. Almost every day of the week or at least five days out the week, they going out to the club. Now, granted, I do go out a lot. Uh, partly because the line of work that I'm in is the bar industry. So to me, it's a networking tactic. I'm a bartender. So at the same time, I do enjoy drinking and I just like to have fun. But I definitely get tired of going out sometimes. Like I'd be tired. I'd be having stuff to do and I'm not a morning person. But if I go out, I wake up even later. I don't wake up some days until like three, two in the afternoon that's unacceptable. But at the same time, that's just kind of how my body adjusts. Um, So you have those guys that you meet in the club, and then they're always in the club. So they may be telling you, you know, they're single or whatever their situation is, but they never try to take you out one on one. They always got to be around their guys, or they always got to be in the club setting. Now, if that's not something you're looking for, You got to know that up front. If you meet a guy in a club and then you at least see him out or go out with him in a club setting about two to three times after that, most likely that's all he likes to do. He a club guy. And I mean, you know, to each his own, I'm not knocking nobody hobbies or nobody likes or whatever. But if at the time you know that you're going out just to have fun for the moment, but you rather have a guy to date, that club guy is not going to be for you. Because in Atlanta, trust me, they out every day, multiple clubs a day. And I mean, I see it firsthand because I am one of those ones who go out clubbing. I may go to a few clubs a day too, but I keep coming across these guys that I'm meeting in the club and they like to be in the club. Again, you have to determine what it is that you're looking for. Now, you also have those guys that all talk no action. Everything that come at their mouth, it sounds good. It sounds so perfect. You telling your friends, oh, my God, he's saying this, he's saying that. I've never heard this before. This may be the one, but he's putting no action behind it. Those are the ones you really got to watch out for. Those are the ones that I feel like take advantage of girls. They may people girl out, see what she about and in their mind, they have a certain set of intentions that they're not going to just come out and tell you. So um, I done talked to plenty of guys who, oh, I'm so busy, but as soon as I got time, I'm going to make time for you, or we going to go out, or I'm really tired of going out to the club. I really just want to chill, or I really just want to go on dates. I like doing different stuff. But They never take you on those dates or y'all never go out one-on-one. Those are the ones you got to watch out for because they talk a good game. They talking your head off, but they putting no action behind it. So you got to really be mindful. Now, you also got the nice guys. And we all know the nice guys, nine times out of 10, are the ones that we don't like. They do everything right, everything all, they do everything that the going out to oven guys and all talking on action guys, they doing everything that you want them to be doing. But it's just something about them, excuse me, that don't fit well with you. Now, I didn't talk to a few guys. So nice. Good morning, beautiful. Every morning in the middle of the day. How's your day at night? Have a good night. Be safe. Hope you had a great day. Oh, I want to send you flowers. Oh, I want to take you here. I want to take you there. You had all those type of guys, but for some reason, we don't like them. Now, I will say per, from personal experience, I don't like a guy who tried too hard. You got to be smooth with it. Don't press me. You know, I, I want you to be on my head. I want you to talk to me throughout the day or text me or ask me how's my day going or do nice things but it's a way to go about doing it also conversation peace is a big thing if we talk and you never talking about nothing you don't have no substance that's going to be a turn off because I don't want to just sit up here and get what you're doing to death I don't want to what you're doing you to death It's a lot of current events that's going on. We could talk about that. We could talk about your goals. We could talk about where you see yourself in two years, five years. We could talk about your family, your upbringing, your childhood. It's a lot that you can talk about to somebody when you first meet them because we're grown. So you'd have 20 plus years of life. So you should have 20 plus years of stuff to talk about. Um, so yeah, those nice guys, it's always tricky because I feel like it's the ones that we should go for, but we just find the smallest thing to complain about. And then it's just like, oh, whatever. Yeah, I don't like him. Instead, we like the hard headed, no good guys who treating us like crap. I'll never understand it. Never will understand it. Now, when it comes to females, you have different types of females. You have the hardworking, independent female. She got her own everything. She about her business. She don't need a guy for nothing. So confident. That's me. To a certain extent. I feel like you definitely have to know when to let a man be a man. And... It took for me to get older to realize that it's a man's job to provide. My mom was so independent. So that's where I got my independency from. But it also, I feel like, hindered me when it came to the dating world because I would just always feel like, no, I don't need a guy to do nothing for me. I got it. I can take care of it myself. But I shouldn't have went in it with that mentality. It's more so a matter of A man's job is to provide. Let a man be a man. Let him court you. Let him protect you. Let him provide. Let him do things. I messed up in the past by not doing that, but I learned from my mistakes and I came across guys who made sure I was straight. The littlest stuff, whether it's fixing something around my house. If I'm short on the bill, they sending me the money. They taking me out to eat. They just being there to vent when I need them to. Once I finally got that from guys, it put me in a whole different bracket of dating because I knew that I no longer wanted to talk to those guys that was beneath me. Now, don't get me wrong. I appreciate everybody's hustle. I understand everybody's hustle, but some people just aren't for you. And in the past, I felt like I dealt with a lot of guys who were beneath me. They didn't have the job that I had. They had no hustle. They didn't really know what they wanted to do. They was just waking up every day, going to clock in nine to five. I have nothing against nine to fives. I used to be the nine to five queen, had about 20 jobs. But I just feel like it was a point where I had to start surrounding myself with what I would feel like could become my equal. I couldn't talk to somebody who I had to continuously build up. If we weren't high school sweethearts, I'm too grown to be sitting up here trying to mold you. You should be trying to mold me. Honestly, that's how I personally felt. But, you know, you had those girls like me that's kind of level-headed or like, you know, a little hard-headed. Can't really tell them nothing. Can't tell them what to do. Like, play hard to get sometimes. It can be a lot but you also on the flip side have those girls that are just so easy, those girls that just have no substance at all, no hustle, all they want to do is get money out of a guy, and those type of girls make it harder for girls like me, because some guys are just so used to doing for a girl, all they want is Oh, give me money. Oh, I need my hair done. I want a bag. I want my nails done. All this, all that. I want to go out to the club. Guys are just so used to not working hard to get women that when they actually talk to a girl who requires you to put some effort into talking to, it becomes a bit much for them. So I definitely feel like women play a major role. Guys are only going to continue to do what you allow them to do. So the more women out here, that aren't requiring much out of these guys, the harder it's going to make it for them to adapt to a girl who requires something. If I'm dealing with you, you need to be building me up. We honestly need to be building each other up. But I don't want a yes man. Like, you know, a guy got to have some type of authority, some type of aggression. Don't always ask me what to do. Tell me what to do sometimes. Girls like that. But you have other girls out here who, once again, they just make it hard for the others. But I feel like if we as women start requiring more out of these guys, stop just settling or stop dealing with guys who we know are in relationships or who we know are married, have some respect, have some self-worth, know your worth and charge your worth. If you know that you're worth a trillion dollars, you need to make sure these guys are treating you like you're worth a trillion dollars. Don't settle. Don't belittle yourself. Don't dumb yourself down just to try to please a guy for temporary satisfactions. No, that's where we mess up at. So I feel like lately, a lot of guys that I've came across, they've never dealt with a girl like me they just think that, oh, she's just going to ask me for money. No, that's not the case. Or if I do ask you for money, it's not to get a bag or something. It's to invest in my business. I need inventory. I'm trying to get a bigger bar or I'm trying to get a work van. I'm trying to do something to make me better off. And I just feel like once guys learn that it's different girls out here, just as us women learning it's different guys out here, that'll kind of start to help the whole talking phase and dating scene. Um, So another thing I want to touch on is when it comes to dating, a lot of guys like to do things on their time. So as women, we have to really learn to not be so available. If you can hit a guy up multiple times to do something and he's always kind of blowing you off or he's too busy or, you know, not today, maybe another day or something. That next time he hits you up when he's finally ready, don't be ready. I know it may kind of sound like a tit for tat type of thing, but you can't only be readily available on a guy's time. Make him start to be on your time. Now I'm not saying every time go back and forth. Oh, but he didn't want to go out when I wanted to. So once he hit me up, I'm not going out. It's going to become a back and forth thing. No, it's just a matter of if you put yourself out there multiple times to hang or to link up or to chill or whatever the case may be, and you get shot down by the guy, that next go round don't be so available. Even if you are available, tell him you're busy, tell him you're doing something, just don't make it seem like the ball is always in his court because that's how down the road it kind of leads to you getting played because it's like he's calling all the shots. As women, we still can put our foot down. You know, you let a man be a man, but at the same time, he got to know that you ain't for no games. So I just feel like as women, we are the catch. We hold the power. And we have to start moving like we do, and I know a lot of things are easier said than done. You know, like if you can, I can sit here and say, "Oh, we're powerful. We hold the power. We the catch. We ain't about to chase after no guy. He gonna chase after us." But you know, you do gotta. It's something you gotta work on. You gotta put some action behind it if you're gonna carry yourself with confidence or speak confidently. You're all your actions got to back it up. If you letting the guy know that you're busy and or when you have time, you're hitting him up, he's declining you. When he come back at you, oh, I'm busy. I'm working on this. I'll hit you when I got some time. We are the catch ladies. We can never forget that. Never. It doesn't matter how attractive a guy looks, how good the sex is how he makes you feel or how good his company is. None of that matters. If he is not showing to you that he cares, if he's not making time to spend with you, you don't need to deal with him. And that's just point blank, period. Like you don't. We have to know our self-worth. We are worth so much. And guys have to really start respecting us. Like, they really have to start respecting us, and that's only going to happen if we respect ourselves. So, hopefully, this gave you all some insight into what the talking phase is, how the talking phase is viewed, the different type of guys and girls it is, what you should be looking out for, and... Basically, I just hope that the main takeaway you guys get from this is to set your expectations. That is going to control everything. Lay it out on the line up front what you want so it's no confusion. You don't want a guy to feel like, you know, you're pressing him or he's pressing you. Now it's being looked at like somebody is doing too much or somebody is. And like more than the other, no, cut out all the confusion, be upfront. be straight, lay it out on the line, what you're looking for. And I promise you, everything else will be so much smoother. So once again, I want to thank y'all for tuning in. If you are new, welcome to the society. You have officially been initiated. I hope you guys are enjoying the podcast. Share it on all social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, SoundCloud, YouTube, whatever you got to do, share it. Tell a friend, tell a friend to listen. Please comment, provide any feedback that you may have and stay tuned for the next episode.